everyone. This is Mary Vallarta. As you know, I am the host of Just Flow With It, which is the podcast that is all about inspiring all of us to keep living our authentic selves, to keep flowing with ourselves, to keep doing the things that makes us feel us, holy us, authentic us. How are you guys? It's been... It feels like it's been ages, but it's really only been like, what, one and a half, two weeks. Um, but so many things have changed, you know, since being in quarantine due to the coronavirus. I've been working from home about two weeks now. And so I don't have, my routine has completely changed, basically. I don't have that time in the morning where I get ready and drive and go to work and, you know, get my daughter ready. Everything has been pretty much kind of so many things that are like jam-packed into one day that the day feels a lot longer because of that. Um, You know, I'm walking less because our apartment is a lot smaller than my entire office. Um... I'm sort of confined to my bedroom. My bedroom serves now as my office. (laughs) And on top of that, I also am a caregiver. I have a four-year-old and she's not able to go to school, which means that I also, you know, am there sort of acting like her teacher. So it's a lot. It's, It's a lot that has changed very quickly and you know, because of that, I haven't really begun, I haven't had the chance to process everything that has happened. So I kind of want to do that here. I kind of want to share what, you know, my processing has led me. Um, First off, having a schedule is key. Not for myself, not just for myself, I should say, but having a schedule for myself and for my daughter. The first several days of, you know, working from home and her being at home and not in school um, was all right. Like it wasn't, it wasn't ideal, but it was okay. But I quickly started realizing that there's just too much screen time that's happening. There's too many things that are just sort of not right. You know, that mommy sense that I, I get and I'm sure a lot of moms get where I know that she shouldn't be spending too much time watching TV. She shouldn't be spending too much time, you know, playing with my phone. But I just didn't have, you know, the structure. I didn't formulate the structure for me to follow so that I could set up an environment for her um, to do other things besides being on the screen. So that's huge, is creating a schedule. Um, Two weeks later, I just created a schedule. (laughs) Oh my God, I just created a schedule and it incorporates things like art time and nap time and chore time and, you know, practicing letters and having free time where she can spend time watching TV or, you know, playing with devices and gadgets. And this allows me to feel more at peace knowing that She's getting a different array of activities that she's not just, you know, being there consuming information. She's she's actually creating. She's getting, 
you know, to, to really play and move and, and dance and sing. And, and that's really what I was looking for. Um, she's a kid. She's not going to ask for that. She doesn't know how to ask for that yet. And so it's really our job as parents to create that type of environment that is going to be most conducive to this time right now. We're, you know, we're in uncertain times. That doesn't mean that we don't have the power and the choice to make things as certain for us and for the people in our family as much as we can. Um, so that was a really, really big realization for me after I've processed how, shit, this is not going to end anytime soon. This can go on for months for all I know. So I need to come up with a plan to make her, you know, days as normal and as functional and conducive to her growth as much as possible and also fun as much fun as, as I can make it. So that was like my first realization. My second realization is, well, if I'm going to keep her on a schedule, I should keep myself on a schedule too, meaning I need to be well-rounded as much as I want my daughter to be well-rounded. I can't just be here sitting on my computer and working all day because that's exactly how I felt. I felt like I was working way more, way, 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 way more now that I'm working from home than at the office. And that's just wrong in my opinion um I should not be here you know held hostage in front of my computer or um at my phone's beck and call so I made a schedule for myself that I want to follow um and that includes everything from you know moving around and getting outside exercising meditating praying um, reading, eating, right? Making dinner, getting ready. I really just wanted to make my day flow better. Um, cause it felt like it was all over the place and, and I don't function very well like that. Um, I, I like to have some type of structure that I can follow. That's how I perform at my best. Otherwise, I just feel out of control. I feel like I'm all over the place and I don't know what I need to do next and where I need to be. In Ayurveda, we call that having your vata dosha aggravated. Your vata dosha is um, part air and part space. And so without structure, it's very easy for me to kind of just be spacey and loopy and be all over the place, right? Because my vata dosha is aggravated. So in order for me to ground that, structure is very, very important. And having that structure that will allow me to know what I need to do next, you know, um, really gives me a sense of peace, a peace of mind, a calmness, um, that I need to go about my day and feel secure and feel good and feel happy and feel productive without that oh my gosh I am just in the air stressed out you know and not clear-headed and that is not where I want to live I've lived in that space before and it put so much stress on me to the point where I got very skinny and couldn't even put on weight if I tried so that's what I wanted to make sure that I was giving myself is, is 
that structure. This also has shown me that tomorrow is absolutely not guaranteed. Everything that we know right now can be completely annihilated and changed and distorted in so many different ways that we can't even fathom. Um, And so it's important to not be so attached to our current reality, to material things. Um, And what that just means to me is enjoy the hell out of each other, you know, your loved ones right now. Don't wait because they might not be here tomorrow. They might not even be here the next minute. Um, So I think that was a really big wake-up call for me. Another thing that's related to that is really this has shown the importance of doing the work, doing the work to live a healthy life. Um, And that goes back to Ayurveda because people who have lived, you know, eating well and exercising, obviously not smoking, um, who people who just chose to like live a healthier life are the ones who are a lot more protected. Um, they have a lot more chances of surviving this virus as opposed to people who did not do that work, you know, who did smoke and consumed a lot of alcohol. Their bodies are just not going to be able to take the kind of stress and the kind of beating that the coronavirus just is ready to kind of wreak on you know your system and for someone who has a strong immune system they have a real good fighting chance for someone who doesn't for someone who you know chose to not work on that part of their life is just now has to accept the consequences because we just don't have the medicine that we need to fight that right now um so yeah I I, that that to me is you know life is precious it's temporary um and it's also very helpful to just you know be well you know like be well to your body do well for your body because your body will do well for you if you take care of it my next realization is that it's really up to me, up to my partner, up to, you know, us as individuals to make sure we take care of ourselves. I do not feel very confident about our president. I don't feel confident about our government being able to give us what we need to take care of us. So this is something that's very serious that's happening. It's not just the normal flu. Um, and it's not going to go away anytime soon. So what that told me is I really need to be examining and really, you know, thinking about how we want to maneuver, what our next steps are, um, as a family, right? Like how should we be spending our money right now? Um, what can we do to make sure that we'll continue to have funds? you know, to keep our family as secure as possible for months to come. Um, Knowing that there is a very good chance that I could lose my job. Um, Knowing that there's a very good chance that my partner can, 
you know, lose projects or clients. Those are the things that are happening right now at an alarmingly more common rate. Um, So we have to be prepared, you know, like getting food, stocking pantries is a good first step. However, it's also very necessary to examine your finances, to look at what you're spending your money on. So that way you can make sure that you can take care of yourselves and your family. And also that doesn't mean just to look at the money that you currently have, but look at what else can you do right now um, and in the weeks to come, the months to come to generate more income. If you have a talent, if you have a skill that can be very conducive to this economy, then definitely go for it. And what's really important to look at is that, yes, the stock market is falling, people are losing their jobs, but that doesn't mean money is going away. Money is just moving. It's just flowing somewhere else. So what would be helpful is to look at where money is going to flow or where is money flowing. Um, Obviously, a lot of retail businesses are suffering. A lot of restaurant businesses are suffering. But what are the businesses or the industries that are going to benefit, going to be and already benefiting from this? I think that the wellness space is going to really benefit from this because a lot of people are might not be coping well, you know, with the social isolation. They might not be coping well with losing their jobs, you know, being away from their families. So there's going to be a lot of need to bring people back into wellness, to bring people, you know, back to mental health. So if that is an area of interest that you have or an area of or 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 an area that you're already studying or working at, doubling down at this time is the way to go. So that's either learning that skill or really, you know, perfecting and and continuing to improve upon and crafting that skill. Um, Or if you already have a business in that arena, again, doubling down and improving your business um, is a good way to go. Another thing that I realized is that, oh my gosh, it's, it's so important to be able to speak to the different members of your household, speak to them and what you need. Um, because you're living in such close quarters, at least I am. I live in a two-bedroom apartment. My Our place is not very big. Um, so there's not much space for really, you know, everyone to just sprawl out. Um, so it's really important to be clear about boundaries, to be clear about your needs and, and what, you know, like what you do need and when. Like my, my partner is a DJ and so he'll need space to basically create his mixes for that creative process and he does a very good job communicating to me when he needs a specific space cleared out and he locks himself in there Um, and you know I'm working from home and so I need space quiet space to be able to have conference calls and other phone calls that happen Just throughout the day and and having space to just kind of work and focus on that um, is really important. So communication is going to be key um, and and also um, being able to just really understand and be compassionate about what your roommates or, you know, people who you live with need. So that's a good one. Another thing that is big for me right now is carving out alone time. 
Again, if you're sharing a big house, this might not be that big of a deal. I don't know. But for someone who lives in a two-bedroom apartment with two other people, it could be a thing or it is a thing. I've noticed myself kind of, and I feel real, I don't, I felt some guilt about this, but I I really noticed myself getting annoyed by my daughter because she loves to be near me all the time. And I just really wanted like, gosh, I just wanted to be alone. You know, I I need to be alone. I need to have time away from you. Um, And so asking my partner to just kind of take her, you know, outside to go walk or to scooter around and, and, and let myself just have some space away from her is so important because I don't want to grow resenting her these next few weeks or months. I want to be a person that she continues to come to for love, for warmth, for, for comfort, everything um, that, she, that she gets from me. I want to continue to give that to her. Um, I'm happy that I realized that. I'm really happy because I've definitely felt that as a kid. Um, I've, I've felt like there were a lot of times when I could tell that you know, my mom just wasn't enjoying my presence or my sister's presence and she looked pretty stressed out and, and really just, you know, overwhelmed. Um, but she didn't know how to ask for that. She didn't think that she deserved it. Um, a lot of, and a lot of moms feel like this, especially older moms, I feel like, where they think that they have to sacrifice everything in order to be looked at as a good mom. But then really, it just kind of backfires because the children will always sense that resentful energy. Um, and so for me, it's just much more important to be, you know, direct and honest about it and seeing what kind of support you can get from yourself and and from your partners, um, in order for you to get what you need, which is that alone time. I've also realized how important it is to plan ahead when it comes to what we're eating. Um, So that way I'm not rushing to, you know, get something down in my stomach during lunch um, or cooking dinner at like 8 o'clock at night and eating at 8.30. That wasn't very conducive. And, you know, one might think that it's a lot easier to make meals when you're at home, but I think it's 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 more tricky because it gives you a false sense of time because you don't have to like commute from the office to cook, then you'll save time. For me, what ends up happening is I'll keep pushing it to the limit and then I'll realize it's like 7.30 and I haven't made dinner. Because I'm thinking, oh, it shouldn't take me that long to make dinner, but making dinner is making dinner. It's gonna take at least 30 minutes to make a fresh home-cooked meal. And so what ends up happening is, you, you know, I just order takeout, order delivery. Um, And I don't want to keep doing that more than twice a week, honestly, for health reasons and also for financial reasons. And so, you know, planning ahead with what type of meals I want to cook and and really learning how to better use use legumes and like the Instant Pot because it cooks really good meals faster. Um, And also utilizing whatever is left over for dinner as lunch the next day. Um, and so just making more of dinner the previous day, eating that for lunch has been really, really helpful. 
So planning ahead, definitely a big thing when it comes to meal planning or meal prepping. And then staying connected. Staying connected is so vital when it comes to keeping your community alive, to keeping excitement alive, you know, that that excitement for life because we're all social creatures and we want a sense of community. We want, you know, that sense of love from the other people that are around us that we care about. And so staying connected, whether that means group texts or calls or Zoom conference calls with the family, whatever it is, staying connected is going to be key um, during this time where we can't really visit each other. My parents and my sisters are really close. They're like 10, 13 miles away. Um, but I don't want to go to my parents' house just because there are, they are in the older, you know, bracket of people. And I want to be aware of the fact that their immune system isn't as strong as mine. Um, so I just want to make sure that I'm taking as much precaution as possible during this time, which is why I'm not visiting them. Um, but we are FaceTiming and we're texting. I'm checking in with my friends also. So that has given me a lot more of a sense of, of community. Um, so if you haven't checked in with the people you love, I recommend you do that. And then finally, use this time to really invest in yourself. If you haven't had the chance to work out, then, and then work out, you know, do some yoga or ride that Peloton bike that you ordered, but haven't used or go running around your neighborhood, you know, use that jump rope that you have in your closet. Just invest in yourself. For me, the way I'm investing in myself right now is studying Ayurveda. Um, when this happened, I bought the, I, this 200 hour Ayurveda advisor course. So after I complete it, I can start advising obviously myself (laughs) and other people in Ayurveda, which is really an ancient 5,000 year old health system. Um, and it looks at food as medicine, right? And so its goal is to really help you become a healthy person, a healthy person that has enthusiasm for life, that has, you know, glowing skin, a sparkle in the eye, um, balanced temperament, has the ability to just let their emotions ebb and flow naturally, um, someone who is, um, you know, vibrant and can look to and use their intuition and has a clear mind. Those are all the things that Ayurveda really strives to bring out and maintain in our bodies, in our health. And so that's what I'm studying because I want to really get to know my body. I want to get to know, um, what makes, me feel a certain way what foods are going to be best for my body right you know like what are helpful and not so helpful lifestyle behaviors am I doing so I want to use that information to create a healthier happier 
longer life for myself um, and also for my loved ones because I want to be able to share this information with them, um, of course, if they're open. And then also share this information with as many people as possible who are interested in learning about it because Ayurveda has been around, as I mentioned, for more than 5,000 years and it's ancient knowledge that has been here for so long that just has gotten lost and that's why so many of us are not in tune with our bodies you know we don't know how certain food are affecting our bodies and we've lost that connection in terms of how to even listen to what our body is telling us so that's what I really just want to uncover and really learn more about Every time I do my studies, I feel just so right. Like I feel like this is something that I should be doing. I, I always feel excitement about it. I never feel dread about learning more about Ayurveda. Um, so that's that's how I know that you know this is my thing. This is this is what I'm gonna do. I don't know how it's gonna look like. <laughs> I don't know. I can't sit here and tell you like, oh, I'm going to create this app and I'm going to write these books and I this is how I'm going to make money. I don't know. Right now, I'm really just learning about it and I'm applying it to my life and I want to share it with people and that's all I know and I'm open to how all of that is going to look like. But I do know that eventually I do want to make this my, my work. Um, I just don't know how it's going to look like. But anyway... Those are my, you know, realizations after just processing everything that has happened. Oh my goodness. Um, gosh, lots of things, right? So let me know how you're processing everything. Any thoughts, any realizations, you know, life changing or not. I'm curious how you're reacting and responding to this. So leave comments in the review section. Um, feel free to find me on Instagram and Twitter. I am at Mary Vallarta. And also feel free to find me on Facebook as well. If you like this episode, then make sure that you definitely do leave a review and share it with your family and friends. Thank you so much for listening. Wish you more love and light in your life.